Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a great show planned for you. We're going to be talking about how to have the best Thanksgiving gathering ever. If you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. You can also interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule. We're happy to share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the people of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends, especially during this Thanksgiving season. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. At Home with Debbie Rule, the place where you discover more about home, family, and relationships. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home. But nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911. In-laws or outlaws? Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. at Home with Debbie Rule. Welcome back. This is At Home with Debbie Rule, and this is Thoughts from Home. Hosting Thanksgiving this year? You have a lot on your plate before it comes time to actually filling everyone else's plate on Turkey Day. From your centerpieces to, mostly importantly, the Thanksgiving menu, there's always the classic stuffing, mashed potatoes, and the long-standing star of the show, Mr. Turkey. But after your main meal and side dishes have finally been mapped out and added to the grocery list, don't forget the rest of the feast, starters, salads, and post-dinner treats. 
pie anyone for all the guests who can magically muster more room in their stomachs. Speaking of, will classic pumpkin pie be more of a hit with your nearest and dearest, or will festive Thanksgiving cookies reign supreme as the ultimate Thanksgiving crowd pleaser this year? Decisions, decisions. Whatever you decide, holiday hosters, we know you'll feel fully equipped to put together the best feast ever this year with our easy Thanksgiving tips on how to be a good hostess and guest, all so that even your discerning mother-in-law will approve. The essential elements of a big Thanksgiving feast are as follows. A glistening roast turkey with stuffing or dressing, depending on where you live, mashed potatoes with gravy, pumpkin pie for dessert, and more than likely, lots of supporting side dishes to really round out the feast. Oh, and your family's amazing and unique Thanksgiving traditions. For many of us, Thanksgiving is one time of the year where we can get together with our families and chosen families to share a meal. Give thanks for our good fortune and enjoy each other's company without gifts or events stealing the focus from the loved ones around the table. Over the years, many families and groups of friends developed their own unique Thanksgiving traditions to make the holiday extra special for their own. They can range from silly, poignant, food-focused to getting away from the table, athletic to extra relaxing, and mostly require no additional materials or effort other than everyone's enthusiasm. What Thanksgiving moments will you adopt in your celebration this year? We hope you find a few to adopt in your own holiday and that you will feel inspired to create your own, make memories, and the most of all, that it will be the best Thanksgiving ever for the guest and the hostess with the mostess. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be right back. When you think of sinfully nice foods, what comes to mind? Cakes, pies, breads, and sweetbreads? Sinfully Nice Foods is not only sinfully delicious, but has made-to-order sugar-free and gluten-free products available as well. Sinfully Nice Foods is a new home business with baked goods that can be a special order for almost any party, event, or just because you want to be a little sinful yourself. Sinfully Nice Foods is certified with the Food Handlers Program and is ready to meet your needs for your baked goods. So the next time that you need a cake, pie, homemade breads, and rolls, give Cynthia a call at 325-456-7740. That's 325-456-7740. Sinfully Nice Foods, it will always leave you wanting more. Good evening and welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we're talking about Thanksgiving, how to have the best Thanksgiving gathering ever. And joining me tonight on the show is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Good evening, Rudy. Hi, honey. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving and happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. This is the week where we enjoy feasting, family, and friends. And it's one of my favorite times of the year, but it can also be the most stressful time of year when you're trying to prepare food and have those come into your home. 
You've got house cleaning to do. You've got preparing to do, grocery shopping, cooking, and baking, and all of those things uh, that we include in having a wonderful Thanksgiving dinner. But sometimes we don't think about how to be a good host and how to be a good guest. So we're going to talk about some of those things tonight and just some tips on how you can have a successful Thanksgiving, minimize the stress, be able to have everyone over, have a great family gathering, and not worry about everything too much, but just making sure that everything that's necessary gets done and that you enjoy your Thanksgiving too. Well, Debbie, all that you just said tells me that there is a lot of opportunity for a lot of pressure. And it seems to all fall on one person, the one leading in the kitchen, the one putting the meal together, the one coordinating the table setting and all the stuff that normally you do. And I know there's others out there that find themselves in the same situation. So this is a great show for you to share with how you don't let the pressure get to you, that you don't let stress steal your joy and how you enjoy Thanksgiving. Well, you know, that was a learned uh, learned thing. Yes, I that, do know that. That was not something that just came automatically. Uh, because having uh, family over from the very beginning when we first got married, and I was very young. Uh, but, you know, we just we had family over, and we enjoyed, and I cooked. And I thought, you know, this is just what you do when you get married. And so I just uh, tried to do all of the things that my mom did. And I was pretty stressed. I think I was pretty stressed up until... Uh, maybe just a few years ago, I think we grow into or mature into uh, focusing on what's most important. When we get older, sometimes we, we don't think about those other things as much as we think about being with family because we know how time can be short. I remember the kids asking, Mom, what time are we eating? And you'd tell them, and then we wouldn't see them until that time of day. They made themselves scarce. Well, of course, because there were things that needed to be done, like uh, setting the table and sweeping and mopping the floor and cleaning off the front porch before guests come and uh, wiping their fingerprints off of the glass door as people come in. You know, all of those things that we think about when people are coming to our home would we want to entertain because that's what a good hostess thinks about, all the things that she has to do. And she would like to have some help. As a matter of fact, that's one of the tips that we have for hostesses today is that please don't hesitate to ask for help. No one can read your mind. Uh, And I used to be one of these people that thought, oh, my husband can just read my mind. My kids know what I expect of them. No, they do not. Your husband cannot read your mind and your children don't have a clue until you tell them what you need for them to do. And it's usually just one item at the most at one time. And that's the same for hubbies. I think only one item at a time and let them do it and then come back and help you again. But, you know, sometimes we just want to do it all and we just say, you know, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. And we frustrate ourselves and that's when we don't enjoy the holiday because we're overwhelmed. So it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to let people know that you're not Wonder Woman and you're not superwoman, you're not super mom, but you are willing to do most of it if you can just have a little bit of support and help. <laughs> I'm laughing over here. It's also okay not to twist off. So I just want to encourage everyone out there, don't twist off during the holidays. Enjoy the holidays. For you guys and gals, if you're like me, if you're the person that has kind of an OCD person that's in charge of Thanksgiving, how can you help them? How can you 
relieve some of the stress. And what I have found is you can always go to the sink and wash the dishes. If you'll wash the dishes, if you'll be the person that cleans up and wipes up and scrubs up and dries and puts away, that is just a blessing not to have to get in the dish pan uh, for whoever is that person that is taking on the responsibility. So get over there and wash the dishes. Keep your mouth shut. Be helpful. Jump to it. And, you know, you'll survive Thanksgiving. I have for over 30 years, and I'm telling you, it works. So uh, if you get all the dishes washed and put away, start vacuuming something. Wipe something down. Be busy. What I have found was that if Debbie was working, I needed to be up working also. And that made her feel like she was being helped. So just some uh, ideas speaking from experience. And you've always been a very good help, and I appreciate that. Want to encourage you, though, to um, just, you know, be specific on some things that you need to have done because men uh, don't always know. And sometimes the men, you know, the man of the house is the one that's preparing the meal, and and he's more gifted in that. And so we've got a chef in the home, and he's preparing, and so it could be reversed. So it's not always the wife or the woman in the home. But anyway, whoever is taking on the main responsibility for the meal Help them and ask what you can do to alleviate some of that stress. What can you do to make the process a little bit easier for them? And one of the first things that you need to do starting ahead of time is make a plan of your menu of what you want to have, and then you're going to make a grocery list based on that. Going to the grocery store around Thanksgiving uh, could be a very challenging time in your life. You need to go when you have patience because there's a lot of people and stores are running out of items, sometimes things that you really need. And so we get frustrated and we have to go to more than one store. And, you know, it's just um, a lot when we wait until the last minute. So maybe getting some of those items that are not perishable that you can uh, just keep in your cabinet for a couple of weeks and then you know that you're going to be using them. Of course, you're going to buy fresh items uh, uh, more close to the day. But it's, it's easier if you make a plan and if you make your grocery list and you go in and you buy just exactly what it is that you need for your meal that day. Don't worry about everything else. Don't start throwing things in there. The kids need snacks and we need this. Oh, and they're out of school all week long. You know, go to the store with your grocery list just for that meal and shop for that meal. And then if you have to make another trip for the kids being home for that week during the holiday, then go back. And I hate to tell you to go back for two times, but I know from experience when you try to combine two things at one time, you're probably going to forget something unless you are following a list exactly. And some of us go to the store. We've made a list and we go to the store and we forget the list. <laughs> and I've done that before. So, um, but again, don't be frustrated. Don't get stressed. It's going to be okay. But go get your list and go to the store and buy what is on the list. You know, Debbie, what you're saying is focus. And uh, you, you don't want to be putting the meal on the table and then suddenly remember something you forgot. That could be a catastrophe. So focus. And make it, uh, I mean, if it's that big of a issue for you, then you have every right to focus on it. And one piece of advice I would give is um, please yourself. 
And in other words, in other, instead of trying to please everybody that's coming over to your house, please yourself. If someone has a, a specific diet or they want this or they want that, tell them to, they're responsible for bringing that. You're going to make the big uh, items and you're going to put it on the table and you're going to take care of that. And that way you will de-stress or avoid a lot of stress if you don't try to take on everyone else's issues, you've got enough on your plate. You focus, take care of the big stuff, and the little stuff will take care of itself. And you can ask your guest if you have, uh, you know, a parent or a grandparent that's diabetic or something like that. You might want to make one sugar-free dessert. Uh, there are things that you know that you can plan around. But I think what Rudy's trying to say is if everyone comes with an issue, then you're going to have problems trying to prepare five or six different meals. So prepare your meal. Let people know what it is going to be so that they can plan accordingly to what you're serving. And if it's family, they pretty much know what you're going to have unless you've decided this year that you're going to do something totally new and you're going to try new traditions and you're going to do new things. Then you probably need to tell them, hey, we're not having turkey this year. We're going to have a roast then they probably need to know that. But most people on Thanksgiving are going to follow the traditional uh, turkey dinner. You know, it's okay to, um, one other item for the hostess is to set boundaries. You know, if you've sent out an invitation and you have uh, asked for an RSVP, even if it's very informally, if you have invited family and you've texted them or called them and asked them if they would like to come and they say I'll let you know I'll let you know and you know here it is still Friday before the week of Thanksgiving and you know you're going to plan because you're going to go grocery shopping over the weekend or Monday because you're going to already start cooking you know and baking sometimes on Tuesday and Wednesday and so you need to know you're down to the wire now and you need to plan. And so you're trying to get someone to commit whether they're going to come or not. And it probably doesn't matter one way or the other. I mean, you would love to have them, but you just need an answer. And I understand that. I sympathize um, with anyone that is in that situation because you're not on your own time schedule when you are inviting people over. But the common courtesy and respect of someone that's being invited over is to let the hostess know in a uh, reasonable amount of time whether or not they're going to be able to come. And it's okay for you to say, you know, I'm planning and this is the deadline. I'll be going grocery shopping. So if you guys are planning on coming, please let me know, you know, by the Friday before because I'll be preparing already, and I want to make sure that we have enough for everyone. Uh, some people that have never prepared a meal and have not uh, been in the position of being a host or a hostess, they have no idea what that entails, and they don't understand the stress. They don't understand the work that it takes to do it, and so they're not really ignoring you on purpose. They just think it's no big deal. They're just saying, why do you need to know today? I mean, I'll just let you know when I'm on my way. They don't really get it, so it's up to you to set those boundaries and to educate them on we need to know because we're planning. We set the table for the number of people that are going to be here. So you can be nice and you can be cordial, but it's okay to have a boundary and let people know that you need to know whether or not they're going to be attending. 
Uh, and this kind of flows into guest, uh, being a good guest, since we're already on there and having boundaries is it's okay for you uh, as the hostess to say, we're going to see you at one o'clock sharp, not a minute before, but we'll see you then. It's okay to share that with someone because someone that is not preparing and not uh, cooking, they probably are not doing as much that morning except for maybe laying around watching TV, maybe watching the parade, uh, doing some different things. They'll get dressed and they'll just kind of meander over to your house a couple of hours early. Wrong. That could be a disaster for the hostess because she is trying to prepare. She's trying to do her last minute uh, preparations. She's probably going to set the table, although we've got a tip for you on that as well. Um, you know, you're doing the last minute things that need to be done, and it's hard to have your guests there when you're doing that because you're distracted. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you don't want to um, fellowship with them. It's just that you've got a job to do to get dinner on the table, and it can be a bit much when people show up early. So be a good guest, show up on time, and be a good hostess, and just lay some boundaries out there and allow people to um, make the decisions whether or not they're going to attend and also let them know, you know, in a very sweet way, we'll see you at this time <laughs> and not a minute before. You know, I've, I've said that before and I've kind of laughed and my brother-in-law's just kind of looked at me and sometimes he catches it and sometimes he doesn't, but that's okay. Well, and whether you're the host or the guest, be a good host or a good guest. And, you know, a lot of folks are good hosts and they really take care of their guests, and they, they really go out of their way. But being a guest, you can be a good guest, or you can be not a good guest. And we've had that situation. So if you're a guest in someone's home, be considerate, be thoughtful. Don't be early, be on time. Don't complain. Don't say, well, I can't eat that, or I can't eat this, or why didn't you make this? You know, if if it's not there, just go on yeah. and don't make a big issue out of it. If you're the hostess and something didn't get made, you know what? Don't let it ruin your meal. Don't let it ruin your day. Don't let it steal your joy. Mm -hmm. uh, just uh, be a good guest. Be a good host and try to help everyone have a good time. Uh, we're going to get into a little bit more of how to be a good guest in the second half, but I want to finish up with uh, some things that you can do to prepare the meal for the hostess. Uh, this isn't just necessarily being a good hostess, but these are just things that you have to do in order to prepare and be ready. And one of them that we talked about was planning, preparing your grocery list, going, setting boundaries. Don't forget about beverages. Uh, I always try to make this very simple. Uh, you can Bottled water is wonderful nowadays that we have, and a lot of people do bottled water. Water. You can do bottled water. You can do tea. Uh, if you have a lot of guests that are coming, you can get those larger tea dispensers where you can fill them up and people can help themselves. You can set the table with glasses and ice and you can prepare, you know, pour out of a pitcher. Uh, these, whatever your uh, desires are, there's pretty much a way to do it to make it simple or uh, a little more complex for those of you that want to uh, put it on the table and just serve. But self-serve beverages is great. Bottled water, a dispenser with tea, 
uh, a punch. Uh, you can even put in those uh, dispensers that they have where you can put beverages. Uh, you can have a punch bowl with punch and let people help themselves. Um, so it's, but don't forget about the beverages. Sometimes we're focused all on the food and we forget that, oh, what are we going to do uh, for our beverages? Punch will take a little bit more preparation. And tea sometimes as well takes a little bit if you're going to be having anything else like spice cider or uh, you know, something creative in that way, then you'll want to just be sure that you're prepared and you have enough time to prepare those things as well for the um, for the guests that are coming. You know, one of the most important things, and we've touched on this a little bit, is just to try to enjoy yourself. And that's really hard because you're trying to take care of everyone else, but you somehow forget to, like Rudy said, take care of yourself and enjoy Thanksgiving yourself. And I have uh, allowed stress to rob me of so many holidays because I was focused on things rather than people. And I just want to encourage you, if, if that's you out there uh, and something doesn't come out of the oven on time, like Rudy said, or something doesn't turn out right, you make it all the time, but all of a sudden people are coming over and the cake falls in. Have, have any of you ever had that happen to you? I know how that is. So it's okay. Just go with it. You can stick anything that's not edible out in your garage and throw it away and no one even knows that it's there. So it's okay. It's all right. Just take a deep breath and it'll be fine. There's always more than enough you know when we get together for Thanksgiving and I think that's pretty true for a lot of families we have so much to be thankful for and so many things that we can come together and just thank God for and the main thing is just having family and friends to celebrate with and thanking God that you're not alone so um, don't let the technical things of the holiday, the cooking and the cleaning and those things get you down because if you start early, more than likely it's going to turn out okay. And if some of those things don't, it's okay. It's like I said, just go hide them in the garage and it'll be fine. You throw them out when everybody leaves and nobody knows the difference. Right? Right. <laughs> There's a commercial on TV where the main course gets burned and they go to a fast food joint, and they all sit around the table and they eat their fast food. You know, it's about family. It's about coming to the table and talking about what you're thankful for. I remember one year when we got a new video camera, I asked everybody what they were thankful for. And some people, it was like, what kind of question is that? And they've never thought about it. So it's, Thanksgiving is about Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So think about what you're thankful for. You know, you... <laughs> may not like some of your in-laws, but you know what, at least you have some, and they think enough of you to come to your house. So you must be a sp pretty special person. So enjoy the day, enjoy the reason, and think about what you're thankful for. And you know what? You can tell the people at the table what you're thankful for, and maybe you'll have a positive impact on them. And we're going to talk more about those things in the second half. We'll talk about traditions and starting new traditions. And that's a, certainly a very uh, good one that some families already do. And if you don't, 
maybe it's something that you could incorporate, and that's just going around the table and asking your guest what they're thankful for. One simple answer, I'll tell you, kids really learn a lot, and it's teaching your children to be thankful for what's most important in their life and not the video game that you just, you know, yelled at them to put down so you could have family dinner or their phone to put that down because people are texting during dinner. You know, all of those distractions. I just want to encourage you as a family, if you sit down, put away the distractions. And, you know, that's part of being a good guest. We're going to talk about that in the second half as well. But devices can get in the way of having a good time because it brings distraction and Sometimes it's just rude to have those things out on the table when you're having a family meal. So we'll talk more about that in the second half. This is uh, At Home with Debbie Rule, where we're talking more about how to have the best Thanksgiving gathering ever. Be a good guest and be a good hostess. What can you do to make the holiday good? Stay tuned for the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back. When you think of sinfully nice foods, what comes to mind? Cakes, pies, breads, and sweetbreads? Sinfully Nice Foods is not only sinfully delicious, but has made-to-order sugar-free and gluten-free products available as well. Sinfully Nice Foods is a new home business with baked goods that can be a special order for almost any party, event, or just because you want to be a little sinful yourself. Sinfully Nice Foods is certified with the Food Handlers Program and is ready to meet your needs for your baked goods. So the next time that you need a cake, pie, homemade breads, and rolls, give Cynthia a call at 325-456-7740. That's 325-456-7740. Sinfully Nice Foods, it will always leave you wanting more. Here we are at, at Home with Debbie Rule, celebrating the Thanksgiving week where we're talking about how to have the best Thanksgiving gathering ever, right here on At Home with Debbie Rule. And tonight joining me is Rudy, and we've been talking in the first half about uh, how to be a great hostess, and we've got more on how to be a great hostess and how to be a great guest. The challenges for a hostess is enjoying the holidays, I think, and planning and preparing, grocery shopping, all those things we talked about in the beginning hour and the beginning half. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of other things that she can do to kind of help with the preparations as well. And one um, thing that was offered up by someone was, you know, you can make Thanksgiving a potluck affair. Yes. And you can have mm-hmm. people uh, bring dishes. Maybe you just prepare the turkey and everyone else brings uh, the side dishes that go with it. So, you know, these are just some things that you can do to make your Thanksgiving a little bit more enjoyable. If there are times where, you know, sometimes we have seasons where uh, we can't really do everything we want to do. 
And so you're struggling to make things work. Maybe you've had surgery or a baby or, uh, you know, some things have been going on in your life and you're just not able to do everything. Well, a potluck Thanksgiving would be a good way for you to be able to celebrate. You know, that's a great idea. And it really takes the pressure off of one individual and uh, lets everybody be a part of it. And that makes it a lot easier to enjoy. And, you know, everybody's got their own special dish that they love to bring and you rave about it and it makes everybody feel good. And then they take their dirty dishes home and that's Mm -hmm. what's so good about it. So uh, there's just ways that you can remove the stress from the holidays. And that's what this whole program is about, how to have the very best Thanksgiving ever. And you can do that. And it's just planning ahead, thinking it through, remembering past thanksgivings where maybe things kind of fell off a cliff or there was something you don't ever want to repeat and you think well let's just make sure that doesn't happen this year Mm -hmm. but it's also an attitude of rolling with the punches you know whatever comes up the turkey didn't cook the oven shut off the cake fell whatever the situation is you know what we're going to make it through i remember one year when we had the turkey in the oven the coil for the oven Uh, went out. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. And thank goodness, I don't uh, remember, this was a long time ago. It was really unbelievable. It was a loose wire to the heating element, and I had to pull the oven out and tighten it up. Yes, and thank goodness that's all it was. But, um, you know, it it's there are things that can happen that are beyond your control so you need to go with the flow and a potluck thanksgiving is something that you can do especially if you've had some things going on and you're unable to do the whole meal yourself the one thing that the hostess does need to be sure that she is able to do and that she does is delegate 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 if you are planning to have potluck then make a Uh, list where people can kind of sign up or you can uh, delegate what needs to be brought. Um, But, you know, you want to be organized in some way. You don't want everybody to bring mashed potatoes and have nothing else but, you know, mashed potatoes and your turkey and gravy. So be sure that you do it in an orderly way. Write it down. Let everybody know. You know, group texts are great. Email is great where you can have everybody involved and they can put down what they're going to get. And so everybody knows what is going on. They know the plan and they know what's going to be prepared and what's expected of them. So these are ways that you can make sure that your potluck is successful, but you've got got to delegate and you've got to communicate and you've got to make the list and make sure that uh, everything is covered because it could happen that it's not if you don't. (laughs) I remember one year, and this was when I was a kid, and we would always have Thanksgiving dinner at my grandmother's house. And there were relatives in town that we only saw maybe once ever several years. And so uh, it was her cousin, Aunt Selma. And so she invited Aunt Selma over. And one thing Aunt Selma always brought, whatever the situation was, would be jellied cranberries with orange zest. That's orange peel put in it. And... We all just could not eat it. And every time she was invited, we knew she was going to bring jellied cranberries with orange zest in it. And so, you know what? We just invited her anyway and raved about how good that cranberry sauce was. And we knew going in, she's going to bring it. And you know what? We could have a blow up about it. We could 
<laughs> have a problem with it or we could say, you know what, that's the best jellied cranberries with orange peel we've ever had. Because it was true, we'd never had it anywhere else. And to this day, please don't put orange peel in my cranberry sauce. <laughs> please. Just oh, ask You it. can taste it right now, huh? Yes. All right. Well, and, and part of, and we're going to continue talking about being a good guest, and this will be part of that too, is just bringing something. And so potluck, of course, bring what you've been designated to bring or what you've offered to bring. And, you know, the thing for the hostess is trying to see what she can do ahead of time, uh, preparing some of the meal before that morning is probably a good idea. And I got spoiled for many, many years that we had a double oven where I could put the turkey in and I could still bake and do things in the morning while uh, the turkey was cooking. And so uh, if you only have one oven, then you have to get, I had to get creative then. I was like, okay, you know, when am I going to make the pies and all of that's going to be the day before, which more, more than like, I mean, you're going to bake the day before, which I did always bake, but it was sometimes that I was doing some preparations in the second oven that I had to get creative with as far as, um, you know, green bean casserole. Where do you put that when you want to put it in before the turkey comes out? You know, things like that. You've got to prepare uh, things kind of simultaneously, but then you really can't. So you have to figure out how you're going to do it and what time you're going to do it so that things can come out at the same time and you can have dinner with all of your items. So it takes a little bit of planning and preparation, but make a plan and see what you can pre, you know, what you can prepare ahead of time. This alleviates a lot of stress off of you from that morning. Uh, if you are having mashed potatoes and you use fresh potatoes, then get you somebody that likes to peel potatoes, unless you do, and that'll help you. You can be doing some of the things and they can be peeling the potatoes for you, but it just, it it's okay to, as we said earlier, ask for help and to try to prepare as much as you can ahead of time. Um, one big thing that I think some people try to do that can really cause a lot of stress and you might not, things might not turn out, and that is don't experiment with new recipes. It's hard enough when you've made something over and over and over again, and sometimes that doesn't turn out. You really don't want to experiment with new recipes and serve it to your guests not knowing how that's going to taste. <laughs> I mean, if you're brave, go ahead. But um, Honey, are you speaking from experience? <laughs> but, you know, experimenting with new things sometimes doesn't end up well. Sometimes it does, but it can be pretty stressful trying to figure out whether or not, especially if it's a main item. You know, if it's a main item, then uh, I would recommend that you go with what you know um, and not get new, new recipes involved. You know, talking about... Uh what to serve on Thanksgiving. One of my favorite dishes is is uh, green bean casserole. And I was reading a little bit of trivia from Campbell's Soup. Green bean casserole is made historically with cream of mushroom. Forty mm percent -hmm. of the cream of mushroom sales for Campbell's Soup is specifically for green bean casserole. Wow. And probably well, over the holiday season. What a little known fact. Mm -hmm. But you know what? We have a child that will not eat 
mushrooms. And if you make green bean casserole with cream of mushroom soup, she's not going to eat any of it. So there is cream of celery, there's cream of chicken, there's cream of other stuff that you can use. And so just a thought for y'all. Or just don't tell cream them. Cream of celery. They might eat it anyway. Oh, they know it's got <laughs> cream of mushrooms. I don't know. I think there's been a time where she did eat it and she didn't know. But anyway. Well, then she got really uh, mad. <laughs> so I remember that. Those are some of your preparations for food. Uh, try setting the table the night before. Unless you have some help, but setting the table the night before, this can help with your morning tasks that you have to do. If you've got that prepared the night before, that's one less thing you have to do. And, um, you know, I wouldn't, it, it's okay if you buy ready made items for your meal. I mean, for those of you that think everything has to be homemade, I give you permission to buy already made rolls and not make homemade bread. Uh, you know, certain things like that that you, you know, can I buy a pie or do I have to make a pie? You know, desserts. It's okay to buy a pumpkin pie and not have to make a homemade pie. If you love baking and you do it, that's great. If you're short on time and it's just as good to purchase something that's already made, then I would encourage you to do that. Sometimes it's cheaper to do that if you're on a budget. Making homemade items sometimes can be quite expensive. So look at your budget and look at what you've got to do and see what is the best way to spend your money. And if it's already getting some things that are pre-made, then go for it. It'll make it easier. Honey, what about appetizers? You know, appetizers are things that, you know, and we've done that before. We've set things out on the table and let everybody snack before the meal. But we normally eat around 1 o'clock or 1.30 earlier. So we don't do that so much anymore because then the kids fill up on that and then they're not wanting to eat dinner. Uh, some families will have a big breakfast and then they'll have dinner in the evening. Uh, so that's a good thing. If you're not eating until later in the day, then you probably do need to have appetizers or you need to have a breakfast that morning because everyone will just be famished by the time the meal comes out. And if it's delayed, they're going to really be hungry and grouchy. So, um, And it's make, okay to plan around football. Yes. A lot of people watch football. The Cowboys start at 3. That's why we eat at 1 to 1.30. Get the meal done and finished so that those who want to go watch football can go watch mm-hmm. football. And just let uh, those that are watching football and whatever they're doing snack uh, on the leftovers because that seems to always be something that's popular. Um, speaking of leftovers, you probably need to plan for leftovers. If you are the one that's going to be storing the majority of your leftover meal, remember that you probably need to clean your refrigerator out before. If you've got some items in there that you can toss, toss them. If you don't have the proper containers, then buy some containers because you're going to have to prepare yourself for the leftovers. And that's going to be containers, Ziploc bags, you know, different things that you can use to store the leftovers and have room in the refrigerator uh, to put them in. So that's something that you for sure want to uh, do and be ready for that because a lot of times people will start putting food away and there's no room to put it. And they're thinking, oh my goodness, I wasn't thinking that I was going to have all of this left over. So what I was talking about before, we have more than enough when we're celebrating Thanksgiving That's or right. any holiday, mm-hmm. really, most people. Um, one little note here that was uh, suggested is for the hostess, don't forget to shower. <laughs> 
That's funny. But uh, it's true. You are running like crazy trying to get everything done. And believe me, I've been in the shower 10 minutes before the doorbell is supposed to ring. So um, that's another reason why you don't want to come early. You might find the hostess in the shower. So uh, don't forget to shower. Don't forget to prepare yourself a little bit for your guests because that's important. And a lot of people are running, 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 trying to get everything done. And they leave very little time for themselves. So make sure you leave some time for yourself. You know, one year we had, uh, almost every year we get a turkey that's got that little pop-up timer that pops Mm -hmm. out when it's done. Mm -hmm. And this particular year, the timer would never pop out. I think you cooked that turkey two hours longer and it still wouldn't pop out. So I suggest go buy a meat thermometer so that you can check your turkey and you don't have to trust that little red button to pop out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can be defective. Uh, relax, have fun, and live in the spirit of the holiday. You know, relax. Uh, try to just uh, do the very best that you can do to prepare what you can prepare. Don't get upset when things get all messy and your house is a wreck you know you'll take a few days to get it in order after the holiday but just try not to stress out about those things and just decide at the beginning you know decide right now I'm going to have a very relaxing peaceful holiday no matter what comes at me no matter what that doesn't come out right that I cook no matter what person comes and says something that is hurtful or whatever the circumstances may be you know because when family gets together it seems to be a time where it can be really great or for some people it can be a lot of stress so make your decision now that you're going to have a good attitude that you're not going to react or respond to negative things, but that you're going to do the very best that you can do to be a blessing to others and to enjoy the time that you have with your family and friends. And that's an attitude that you have to think about ahead of time and you have to decide this is the way I'm going to be regardless of what anybody else does. And it can be hard. It can be difficult to do that, especially when you have people that um, push your buttons. Well, and I see in some of your notes, they give suggestions for making different dishes and says instead of green bean casserole, well, I just want to tell you, I like green bean casserole, so don't change that. Uh, There are some standards that you really need to have, like mashed potatoes and turkey gravy, you know, it's just, and cranberry sauce. There's just coming from a man. Yes. It's coming from a man. That likes to eat. Yes, yes. You know, let's uh, just know go your over. audience. That's the key. We're going to go over just a few tips before the close of the program about, you know, 10 etiquette rules for the happy hostess. And, you know, the first thing is set a specific time and end date for the visit. You don't need to, um, you know, say, okay, we're going to get together from one to three and at three o'clock I'm pushing you out the door. No, but, you know, you can say be here at one and, you know, we'll have uh, snacks during the football game. And then after the football game, you guys are free to leave and do whatever you need to do. That kind of just lets them know that, you know, they're not expected to stay longer. And if they were intending to stay longer, they know that you've got some cleaning up that you need to do and prepare for the next day, which a lot of times is a work day for most people on that Friday. So uh, you may have things to do, but you can do it in a very gracious way as a hostess. But, you know, specific start and try to, um, you know, be ready is the best that you can at the time that you've asked people to be there. 
um, being prepared as a hostess is doing your part. The things that we were talking about earlier, preparing and welcoming everyone. You know, ensure everyone's comfortable. That's a hard thing to do because sometimes people come and no matter what you do, they're not going to be happy. But do your best to just be gracious. Offer people uh, a drink and make sure that they feel comfortable and that you, if you can get anything for them, welcome them. Let them know how happy you are that they are there in your home and how important they are to you and how much you enjoy having the holidays and very uh, glad that they could come and be with you on that holiday. Um, Don't make people feel like intruders. You know, it's like I was saying before, when someone uh, says, okay, uh, it's time for you to go now. You know, the door, you know, I've got your coats. I'm standing at the door. It's time for you to leave. The game was over 30 minutes ago. You know, don't make people feel uncomfortable. There are better ways that you can do to help people understand that it the you know the party's over and so make sure that you don't make people feel uncomfortable uh, you know the bathroom was clean until all you you know all y'all came and now it's just a disaster you know that makes people feel like oh you know what did I do did I not fold the towel right did I get water on the sink you know what did I do so don't make people feel uncomfortable if you're going to open your home then open your home with love and kindness and I'm not saying let people destroy things but don't make people feel bad if something if happens slobs. or if they're a mess. <laughs> yes. Make your home visitor friendly. Uh, you know, if you have a small home, sometimes this can be a challenge. Put things away and just have preparations for the guest and for you to have a place for you to be able to eat and fellowship with one another. So you need to get creative with that. Then maybe you need to rearrange some things now so that you're ready for that. But make your home visitor friendly. Put some um, a couple of cozy blankets out if it's a cold day so that if they're watching the ball game and they get a little chilly, you've got that and maybe a warm fire. Uh, but just make sure that people feel that they are at home. Bring a cozy feel, a peaceful Uh, environment to your home so that when people come they say I just love coming here I just feel the peace I feel so welcomed and and it's such a cozy home it's such a homey home you know this is really what you want to strive for as a hostess and uh, show your guests that you appreciate them and that you're so glad that they came Um, share in uh, you know some of your traditions and maybe creating new traditions Uh, As people come and as you grow your family, sometimes uh, adding to your traditions as you have married children, grandchildren, these kinds of things. Um, Ten etiquette rules for being a host. I I mean, I'm sorry, a guest. We've talked a lot about being a hostess. We've talked a little bit about being a guest. You know, don't show up on on, on early. We talked about that. Don't show up early. Show up on time. And uh, be sure that you don't uh, criticize even in a teasing way. I think sometimes some people like to tease and say, oh, you know, like they could say about your Aunt Selma's, you know, cranberry gelled mm-hmm. fruit salad or whatever, whatever it was that she made. You could kind of tease about that, but someone may not think it's teasing. So remember to be respectful and, you know, compliment the hostess. If it's something that you don't care for, then just decline politely and don't put it on your plate. But don't make a big deal out of it in front of everyone that 
you know, the potatoes got scorched on the bottom of the pan and you can taste, you know, burnt mashed potatoes or that the turkey was not cooked all the way through, all the, you know, whatever it is, be sure that you don't bring it attention to everyone. Uh, but understand that that hostess has done the best that she can. And so be gracious and be thankful and be courteous, I guess is a good word to Use. You know, one thing that happened, uh, I've seen happen, know who your host is or your hostess and call ahead and say, what can I bring? And if they say don't bring anything, be very careful. It's better not to bring anything. For instance, if you have somebody who takes great pride in their pecan pie and you know they're going to bake one fresh for Thanksgiving, don't go to the store and buy one and bring it over. I mean, that's just an insult. And I have seen that happen. And it's, it makes it for a very difficult to have a nice Thanksgiving when you do something like that. Be thoughtful. Don't be passive aggressive. As Debbie was saying, don't try to be funny and talk about what somebody made. Yes. Uh, part of um, being a good guest, etiquette of being a good guest, is to bring a gift. You don't have to do, like Rudy said, bring something that is going, you know, that somebody else is making or that you know that they're going to make. But maybe you could bring a thank you card. Maybe you could bring, if you drink wine, maybe a nice bottle of wine. Um, if, if there's something else that you can think of that might bless the hostess, maybe flowers. Uh, maybe just something else, just a little something to just show your appreciation that you were invited and you appreciate all the hard work uh, that has gone into preparing and planning and uh, giving you the opportunity to come and enjoy your Thanksgiving and not have to do everything that the hostess did. So bringing a gift is part of good etiquette. Just, you know, maybe you need to know the hostess, ask questions a little bit, find out a little bit what would bless her or him. Gift and, cards to a nice restaurant are yes. a great idea because after all that cooking, all that planning, all that putting up with people, mm -hmm. the last thing he or she wants to do is go back in the kitchen. Yes. And one final thing for a guest <laughs> is actually two, um, and this could be hostess or guest, but basically just around the table talk. One thing you probably want to avoid, and especially nowadays, is the political discussion. If you have some people on uh, your guest list that may not vote or believe as you believe or, um, well, you just disagree about politics, it's probably best not to bring that to the table. And so just be sure that your table discussion is considerate of other people. Talk about family. Talk about uh, fun things. Make new memories. Don't talk about things that could enter into a disagreement or an argument because you want to minimize arguments. And when families get together, sometimes it doesn't take much for an argument to start. So just try to minimize that. Uh, political discussions, uh, talks about you know, faith or religion sometimes are not good topics if you're not all on the same page. So just be sensitive to that and be sensitive to those that you are dining with that day and don't bring up things that you know is going to push somebody else's button. And finally, offer help in the kitchen. If you have been fed and you have been treated well, and even if you haven't been, please help in the kitchen. There's nothing worse than taking two or three days to prepare a meal, 
many hours of cooking and baking and preparations and 15 minutes to eat and several hours to clean. But you can help. When everybody gets up and helps clear the table and helps put things away, it goes so much faster than when you are trying to do it yourself. So plan around your football game, eat in enough time where you can eat and have that table cleared off and somewhat put together and organized before the game starts. And then people can enjoy, snack, and have a good time and you're not having to worry about the mess. You can also you know, wash those pots and pans as you go along and the hubby, as I said, you know, as he said earlier, that's a good way to do it. And he's very good about doing that. So thank you for that, Mr. Rule. She's making sure I do it again this year. <laughs> you got to be sweet to him so I remember uh, who, who is taking care of all those pots and pans while I'm cooking and cleaning. So, But help, if you're a guest, it's, it's okay. As a matter oh, of fact. I've got two words in parting as we're coming to the close of the show. If you're going to have guests in the home, two words, toilet paper. <laughs> That's true. Be sure that your bathrooms are prepared and ready for guests. That's the most important thing is that you have toilet paper. To most people that don't want to yell, can someone bring me some <laughs> toilet paper in the bathroom? Uh, that is a funny thing, but it happens. So anyway, uh, we want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. And whether you are a guest or whether you're a hostess, you have a lot to be thankful for. And as a hostess, thank you to all of those that open their home to bring family in and friends in, to cook and all the hours that you do to, it's a ministry to serve others and to bless them with your gifts. And so thank you to all the hostesses out there that bring people in and make them feel good on Thanksgiving. And to those of you that are guests, may you be a good guest. May you arrive on time. And may you help in the kitchen, and may you make yourself very small when it comes to uh, discussions that you know might not be what you need to be talking about. Be polite and be quiet. <laughs> be polite and be quiet. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and inviting us into your home. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule. I'm Rudy Rule. And we'll see you next week at 6 p.m. right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Have a blessed week. Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on Caniel 95.3 FM and CanielRadio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships. Mm-hmm.